start right now. <laughs> and <laughs> welcome to Anane Blather. Um, yeah. The only show that is the only show. Uh, I don't really have much of an intro. I go into these completely blind. Yeah, I think it's, we it's the about... professionalism that really brings people back. Yeah. That, listeners, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did write, no fact checks, no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> no fact checks, no thoughtful analysis, no critical thinking, no mercy. Um, nice. Yeah, no, it's funny. I mean, you know, because we sit down, we talk about something completely different. And I'm like, all right, let's start recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I just pull out my phone to see if I've written anything down. I Most of the time, I'd say nine out of every 10 podcasts, I literally, I, I have nothing planned, right? That's what, I mean, that yeah. is what's fun, I it's think. inane blather. Yeah. Um, I would say... That there was something that uh, Boring. I was going to no. mention <laughs> okay. um, was that, well, you know, we've I think we've talked about this before about, no, I know we have, um, about like people like Tucker Carlson and whether they believe what they're saying. Ooh, um, going to be topical. Air. You know, so this is, it does get topical, but we talked about this before, you know, because I'm like, well, they have to to some degree, otherwise they couldn't say shit like that. Um, but as it turns out hmm. with this um, no. lawsuit that, you know, Fox News is being um, sued. And so they're having like, uh, whatever, text messages subpoenaed and blah, 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 blah. So you're getting to see it kind of a behind the scenes yeah. of what Tucker Carlson and those Fox News hosts really think. And... Yeah, they're like, Donald Trump is a fucking idiot. This is like such bullshit, blah, 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 blah. So it was like very laid bare that they don't at all believe what they're saying. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) According to Tucker, this is propaganda. Yeah. And for for everyone who who doesn't know, Tucker Swanson McNear Carlson is an American Mm -hmm. television host. (laughs) No, like people don't know he is. (laughs) Yes. Uh, You know, it's only the most viewed uh, political news show on television, although that is pretty swayed. Um, You know, it's funny uh, to immediately go on a tangent from that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's funny how that's constantly mentioned of course tucker tucker carlson tonight or whatever the fuck his show is called um tucker mcnear swanson carlson tucker swanson mcnear carlson tonight i think is the name of it or <laughs> yeah. uh yeah or as uh, rm brown said uh, goose stepping and small middle mustaching around with tuck <laughs> <laughs> was the name of the show <laughs> not good but, uh, small middle mustache and around i just rewatched that old so Arm Brown the, yeah. other, the other day i sent it to someone <laughs> um he's like what is that what's that show goose stepping with tuck goose yeah. stepping and small middle mustache and around <laughs> with tuck but uh you know of course it's always mentioned that he's the the highest rated cable news show but mm-hmm. um it's also often mentioned that that there's a reason for that. I mean, it's a consolidation. You know, there are there are uh, more. <laughs> excuse me, more major, more mm-hmm. major channels with liberal, more liberal content or centrist content. Um, and Fox News is the channel for conservatives. So it's like, but at this, and so that's why their shows 
end up having the higher ratings because it consolidates those people with that point of view into one time slot on one channel, right? Um, yeah. Other people can be, I mean, good old. Good old Lib Dad was just watching MSNBC this morning. I was like, ew. <laughs> but I mean, it could be, could be a lot, it could be lot worse. worse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, uh, but still, um, and when you think about it, though, it's funny. If you keep up with this stuff at all, with this so-called news, if it, if it can, can so be called. called. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, then it's like most of it is just uh a face going over the talking points for the fucking day you know so it's like yes. so it's going to be pretty similar on the other side as well it's just broken up into other uh into multiple tv shows and it's just all presented by one guy tucker you know so he becomes like this de facto leader and stuff it's yeah. like it's just weird. It's like uh, goose stepping with Tuck. It's like you know Gutfeld, that uh, Fox News quote unquote mm-hmm. comedy late night show. He was Ooh. the highest rated late night host when it started because yeah. everyone's so fragmented across the other ones. And all, but if you watch those other late night shows, especially during the height of the Trump presidency, it's like mm-hmm. you would hear the same jokes from different people. Not even For just sure. like the same talking points from the news, but the same joke. It, it leads you down yeah. the same path, you know. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Tucker, uh, you know, um, I don't even care that he's a misogynist. No, that's just I'm <laughs> kidding. I do care. But uh, Tucker, uh, Cucker Tarlson, mm-hmm. it comes out, of course, that what that he I mean, the biggest thing that I remember, I haven't followed it too much, but just that he doesn't like Trump. <laughs> Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that it? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like him. Sean Hannity um was saying was calling Trump insane. Like all these things. They're mm-hmm. really like they're pretty brutal. They were um, being strangely <laughs> normal. Yeah, like normal people. In but also, I mean, it's just really weird to think about them saying that in their personal lives and then going on TV yeah. and then saying the opposite. It's really it's like, How can you live with yourself? To me. I don't get it. No, I know. <laughs> because you make like millions of dollars I every guess. year. But yeah, it seems really like really dark. <laughs> like if it were a movie, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. a very unsettling like space to be in for them to be so um to live in such cognitive dissonance and like to like they're saying like Trump's hurting democracy and all this kind of stuff and then going onto their platform, you know, millions and millions of people listening to what they're saying. Obviously they saw like January 6th and just crafting um, something that that they don't believe in. Just yeah, with like, a team of writers and all, and all that spending time and all for money. money and I saw the Globe. Um, I was standing in the line at the grocery store today, and it was like, it was an interesting. It's just an interesting thing where I'm like, I kind of agree, but we're coming at it from different angles. The Globe, where it says Fox News stars. You know, it's like a. Um, it's not the National Enquirer, but it's like one of those kinds oh, of. Oh, okay. You see it in the grocery aisle. It's yeah. like a paper. A tabloid, you know, like a with, news tabloid or whatever. Um, mm, scandals and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, ta- that's yeah, a news tabloid. Uh huh. Um. So the, cause it was like, (laughs) 
it's like sympathetic to them sort of but i'm not really sure what they're what okay anyways it says fox news stars hannity tucker and ingram used as scapegoats like they're being um used as sacrificial lambs who were just following the company line (sighs) you know like and it's interesting just the way they frame it because i'm like yeah i agree that uh (laughs) It's Fox, you know, like, like you're all for ratings so and all this kind of stuff. It's about money. I know. And then they're saying like um saying that uh that maybe they'll lose their jobs because of it, but um their success is due more to the Fox News brand and platform than whatever they uniquely offer. Like they could be hmm. replaced by like and they have a couple things, Gutfield, Joe Rogan, and Roseanne Barr <laughs> is what they have for the <laughs> replacement. <laughs> <laughs> i i uh it's to go on another tangent and they because this is well they bring up okay. also tucker carlson and like um cutting like the things from kanye's interview that were like super Ooh, anti-semitic yeah. so it's, yeah it's just an interesting article about it but like um yeah like they're seen sort of in a sympathetic light but and just being like egomaniacs and like money hungry or whatever sure. but it is mostly that it's fox Brand, it is an you know, interesting like pushing them to say these things. It's an interesting uh, dilemma, kind of a uh, moral question. Like, which is worse? Like them going on the air and legitimately believing this crap and getting people riled up, or <coughs> doing it um, because they like money that much? Which one is worse? That's way but worse. The I love feel of, like <laughs> the love of money is the root of all evil, as Natalie yeah, once told I can, me. I can at least understand that why people get to a point of like um, believing stupid racist rhetoric because of misinformation sure. and stuff. But then to not believe it and spout it anyways, that's like mm. what the fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying really, it, the only yeah. reason it's an interesting thing is because. If it wasn't for the millions of dollars, it's like, well, someone's doing it because it's their job, is what I'm saying, whether they believe it or not. I was just thinking it's yeah, like a funny just following order, like a funny you know. joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a funny joke where it's like, no, I, you know, actually, I think they're more relatable now because I work for Walmart <laughs> yeah. and I don't believe in what right? they do. Tucker's like, yeah, Tucker's like, see, I'm just like you guys, you know. <laughs> I Tucker just, Swanson, McNeer Carlson. I'm just it, like you, you guys. Know, I, I don't, I don't really believe in it, but I got to do it. It's my job, you know. Just like how yeah, you work gotta, for Walmart, even though they crush the the working class and uh, mm-hmm. and lobby the government. It's, I, what am I going to do? It's what Fox I'll be News out of tells a job. me. It's what yeah. people want to hear. Yeah, I'll yeah. be out of a job. You want me to be I'll unemployed? Have to wait for my <laughs> gigantic uh, fortune to be uh, inherited. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'll live on the streets until then, probably, <laughs> if I lose my job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. only worth hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> I thought the most interesting thing, I mean, um, not Tucker, but Hannity just constantly in his text messages just kept repeating, I love Karl Marx. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, I did not expect that. <laughs> I love Karl Marx. <laughs> I was like, jeez, uh, I guess... Yeah, uh, if he's gonna be a class traitor to the the ruling class, that's interesting. But I'll, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, right, Sean? <laughs> you <laughs> head with like a loaf of fucking bread. God, I hate that guy. <laughs> and just as as spongy and just as intelligent. Um, 
Wait, I want to say, but okay, Tucker Carlson, you know, you this what? is like a big deal. Like he could lose his job. I just Googled him because I was going to see what his net worth was. But <laughs> Tucker Carlson, this is the title. Tucker Carlson takes war with Donald Trump public, calls him autistic. <laughs> what? Oh, so... <laughs> my God. What the fuck? Yeah, where he's like, in his defense... Um, I think he's autistic or something like that. I will say in Trump's defense, and maybe because he's a little bit autistic, he saw the stakes of this, <laughs> talking about whatever he was talking about, but yeah. So I'm sure wow, that would be the helpful. Guardian. Yeah, yeah, let's see The Guardian. Tucker Carlson firestorm over Trump texts threatens to engulf Fox News. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it's all because, yeah, it, you know what? And honestly, it's a, it's a great, it's great that we get something like, like this out excuse me i just took a big swig of, uh, of soda we're so professional soda. Uh, at mm-hmm. least i am but uh um uh, yeah that we get this stuff comes to light and it's like see like it already wasn't getting through people's skulls the whole mm-hmm. uh idea that he's playing a character and they've literally said in court like nobody with common sense would think that Taking he's being completely honest all the time which is crazy mm-hmm. but it's like well that hasn't been enough he's still like we said the the highest rated cable news show um even despite that whole consolidation thing it's like millions the three million people a night watch him or something it's crazy mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. uh but yeah it, it's almost these great things that are coming out are still overshadowing the fact that they're coming out because Fox News is facing a $1.6 billion lawsuit mm-hmm. because of this. It's like, yeah, uh, I don't want some, who knows, like, Dominion voting. Like, what a fucking racket. Like, I mean, there's no evidence that they're <laughs> they're changing stuff, but it's just another example of, you know, monopolization of certain markets like that through government contracts. It's really stupid that this stuff exists anyway, that this company can have this much money um, because they're monopolizing something. Because, it, you know, it, it it's like just the voting version of these military contracts, in my opinion. So it's like, it's mm. not like you can like this company, but at the same time, it's also like, Man, if they like destroyed Fox News, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> it would be pretty cool. Because yeah. We 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 worry about people just going further right. And people already have. Like there's like, fine, Fox News once said that Trump wasn't the greatest president of all time. So I'm watching Newsmax I'm now. Newsmax. I'm going to yeah. OAN, mm-hmm. you know. It's like Oof. okay, good luck with that. And they're bad, but that's just not sustainable, I don't think. I mean, fragmenting that viewership into other outlets, it, for one thing, is already happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if destroying, quote-unquote, destroying Fox News might come too late anyway, because the reason, I mean, I kind of glo- I kind of gloss over in my mind the fact that it's like, wow, but all these people watch it. Yeah, they sit at home and watch it. Who the fuck is doing Yeah, it's old people. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's Airports. not going to last forever. <laughs> yeah. It is funny how uh, CNN, gosh, that's where their viewership comes from. How many airport TVs know. have CNN on? <laughs> it's, like, it's the only time I've seen Don Lemon, <laughs> like on <laughs> a television yeah. instead mm-hmm. of in a, a clip on YouTube, you know, as a, sitting yeah. at the airport. But, uh, but yeah, it's the entire 24-hour news network stuff needs to stop. Like, it's just. Stop. Stop. 
You're fucking annoying That's me. That's what I think every <laughs> single time. Absolutely. Um, they're Bernie haters. That's what John Stewart said. They're white yeah. nationalists. If they're not white nationalists, they're Bernie haters, or um, they're just completely fucking boring and uninformative. Uh, is that a word? 24-hour 24, 24, <laughs> uh, news, John Stewart was like, that was meant for like 9-11. You know, like really yeah. big events where you really need you want up to date you know something that's happening but yeah it's such like a capitalist thing where yeah it already grosses me out dad and i have had this conversation about the newspapers being hmm. um you know cut off service to like his house yeah. and stuff um is about making money off of information about getting information out there to people and uh how gross it is because it makes people dumb obviously and like in this case like legit going against they know it's not true and they're supposed to be fucking journalists or something like that they're at least have like the appearance of it (laughs) and they're just going and saying like exactly what they know is false and presenting it as true to people when they have this position of authority and it's all for the money of it. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty disappointing pretty, to say the least. Pretty bad. Yeah. Dad and I were watching yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm last night. It was nice. Um, <laughs> and he did it. He said the line. He said, pretty, pretty good. Um, oh, I got to change my levels here. Um, but yeah, and that's a, there's a fine line too. I mean, with, um, you know, for-profit news, it's like, obviously, like, there are huge problems with this. I mean, we could see it right now, mm-hmm. but even in theory, there's already problems with it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you're talking about, um, you know, a socialist republic or something like that, it's like, well, uh, state-run news doesn't have a very <laughs> good track record either. Um, that's for sure. And it's like, well, I mean, the ideal is you know uh for fools like you and the uh, mm-hmm. decentralized mm-hmm. anarchist types where it's like yes. it's just uh i mean news for the sake of news um in a society where you're not doing it for profit but you're not collectively owning the means of news through the state you know is like the mm. ideal that's the utopia here um and it's like because just look at twitter look at how many people do the news for zero dollars how many people want to break how many people just want to be heard how many people want to uncover stories how often that goes wrong but it's like well look at look at fox news (laughs) you know they make millions of dollars (laughs) breaking the wrong stories and doing bad analysis it's like and people do this for free it's kind of, uh, I mean, I'm just a uh, stream of consciousness here thinking, but it's like, yeah, I mean, people will do it, you know? We just need a good baseline where if people if people are having their needs met, um, journalism will still happen in my mind. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 24-hour news Yeah, is I mean, state-run media has a different, I mean, it would... <laughs> It hasn't been set up in a healthy way. I don't think yeah. it's been for the purpose of propaganda. But this it seems like with more, 
like because my attitude towards like the government is what the government is supposed to be is like the people so they really care about sure. like the people um but that's uh that's because I I'm love an idealist. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Too long, didn't read. So I think it's possible. I love Karl Marx. <laughs> yeah. And for 24-hour so news, for people to, when they're not yeah. covering September 11th. That was, and I don't say this lightly, <laughs> worse than, than 100, 100 September 11th. Yeah, that's pretty much every time uh, I see anything on MSNBC. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Any, <laughs> I haven't seen MSNBC in so long. Yeah, it's so it is what it is. It was Andrea Mitchell, you know, and uh, they were just cycling through just different. I mean, it's like whatever a different pundit, or if only they could, uh, you know, you would refer to them as like a an SME for each story, a subject matter expert. But instead, mm-hmm. it's a PPP, a political putrid penis pundit. Yeah. A partisan political pundit. Yeah, exactly. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just each story had one person talking about it. But, you know, uh, when he had first fired it up on the TV, I was like, ugh, Adam Schiff. Who cares about Adam oh, Schiff? I, I brought up to him, I said, it's really funny. Uh, online, you'll run into uh, these real diehard Democrat liberal types who uh, float his name as someone they'd like to see as president. And before I was even finishing, he was like, I was like, I know, right? He's like, yeah, just because, and even he said, that's kind of a problem. It's like, yeah, because he's on TV all the time. You just get your face on TV, and that's Mm -hmm. how you you get there. I mean, he's like, look at Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a complete idiot. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, uh, I'm like, well, I mean... She still would have just been a loudmouth with no power, but the Republicans won again. So now you just keep seeing her because she's on TV all the time. But stuff like she's a loud the fact mouth. that you'd even consider Adam Schiff to like lead the Democratic Party. It's like, how deep into Russia Gate stuff were you? Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no one better than Adam with, Schiff. With a really interesting story, that whole Russia collusion. All that's, all that's interesting if you're into it, you know? Put all the political bias aside, you know? And he played a huge part in that. But it's like, but what, the, what does he have to do with leading the executive branch? Or, like, winning a presidential campaign? <laughs> It's just, and like, I don't know. Getting people like, like Kamala, on board with Kamala Schiff 2024. Oh, God. <laughs> if not Pete Buttigieg, I want Adam Schiff. It's like, oh, my God, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. I, I just, uh, I can't wait till next year of the presidential campaigns. Oh, God. Because we'll still be doing this podcast, Natalie. Did you see that um, Biden is like reinstituting? <laughs> Child separation policy. Oh yeah, he's great. Border. He's awesome. Uh, I, <laughs> he's great. It's the best. It's it's what America is all about. Really, truly, actually, unfortunately. Uh, um, yeah. But it's like yeah, the Democrats never pretty follow pretty. through with anything. They've been known to. No, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't. Yeah. Uh, what are they? What have they done? What have they done? Hmm. Student loans. Oh right. They passed that no. gun control no. legislation. Oh, did they give us? Mm, let's see what else. 
There's minimum wage, there's legalized marijuana, Let's see. healthcare. I bet this will be so totally unbiased. Let me just Google Democrat accomplishments. Well, the first <laughs> thing I see is accountability. Um, accomplish. Yeah. Oh, now Google isn't filling it in anymore. Um, because there's nothing. They're like, well, you want me to bring you a blank from, page? Democrat accomplishments? <laughs> here's from the Monroe County, Pennsylvania Democrats. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like historic achievements. Okay, yeah, the Nineteenth Amendment and Apollo Eleven. <laughs> okay, Apollo Eleven. That's what, what they're what are you riding that as long Nixon as Nixon was can. president. You idiot. Um, uh, I was listening to more Nixon Land over this weekend. It was really interesting. Yeah, that's what you said. Anyone who, oh man, and uh, throughout uh, part of the chapter on the chicago seven and the conspiracy trial which is really interesting and i loved i brought it up and dad knew exactly what i was like oh yeah i was like you know abby hoffman so and so he's like yeah jerry rubin yeah i remember all that i'm like man what a time (laughs) he was like a senior in high school or whatever uh when that was happening but anyway um democrat accomplishments let's look at this biden biden because okay accomplishments joe biden for president official campaign website i thought he hadn't changing our failed approach to marijuana what the fuck did you do with that okay yeah student loan debt relief that didn't happen didn't didn't happen people are still waiting joe cut the malarkey when is this let's see this must be from his 2020 campaign no, it says copyright 2022. Nominated and confirmed historic judicial nominees. I mean, Katanji Brown Jackson's cool, but okay. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Expanded healthcare to millions of Americans. Well, that doesn't tell me anything because I have to. Oh, I have to start paying for some crappy health care coming up really soon now, actually. Mm-hmm. Combating the climate crisis. Well, all I heard on MSNBC today was them opening up more drilling in Alaska, so I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Rebuilding yeah, is American. They didn't let the railroad workers strike, and they caused a huge environmental uh, <laughs> you know, catastrophe uh, with the derailment Historic of the job growth. Of- <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Yeah. Yeah, unemployment, After COVID? if you're looking at, uh, well, no, I mean, even so, it's like really, really low unemployment. It's like, yeah, and if you follow good old free market capitalist economics, which in America we just call economics 101, just means the study of capitalism, uh, <laughs> unemployment has been too low. And, you know, part it's part of the um, reason we have high inflation you know that inflation continues and things like this anyway i'm not gonna do this on on our show i'm already mad Mm -hmm. um let's uh so thanks for meandering with me um bye no (laughs) something is 25 (laughs) minute long instead yeah Um, it's like nice yeah i'm gonna start listening now yeah Uh, we're like oh please don't we're gonna go back to an hour and a half um (laughs) So let's see. No fact checks, no mercy. Um, so do you do you uh, did you have more to say about the Tucker Carlson and text leaks and stuff like that? Are you reading no, some more on it? I just was no. I just was thinking that it was like a an interesting bummer, sort of. Like I I feel more disappointed for sure, or more disgusted, I guess. Um, that 
that that is the case because I always was like, no, he's like a straight up. Well, he is a white supremacist. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. he couldn't say those things for sure. But I kind of thought he would have some sort of belief. Honestly, like I feel like that's no. they're so the perfect example for me of what money fucking does to people. Yeah, but yeah, it's like exactly, exactly them at Fox News right now is how money, the love of money is the root of all evil. It totally corrupts you and you give no fucks as to how your actions are affecting like an entire society, hundreds of millions of, if not billions of people, because you know, we got all this soft power and hard power around the world, like insurrection in Brazil or whatever they're trying to copy us. Like, it just is really disappointing because like, yeah, it's like, so say it, if you believe it, okay, fine, you're a horrible, Awful, racist, white supremacist, misogynist, all these kinds of things. But at least He's a traditionalist. you have some beliefs. <laughs> Le- <laughs> legitimately. But they don't. They don't have any beliefs because they don't even believe what they're fucking saying. So yeah. they just do it for the do it for the money. It just seems really interesting. Like an interesting way to make a bunch of money is to be in media like that where you're purposefully manipulating people um, and really changing the course of a society um, or having a huge part in it anyways. And um, it's like, go sell some diamonds, well, bro. I'm or sure something. Like do something that's not affecting so many people. Like level, do something that he believes a lot of it though. I mean, it's like when well, you get course, down to the nitty gritty, he but... can be a, like a, he's a sane person who just makes a lot of money. And that's why I think Trump is an insane maniac, you know, um, and stuff like that. But at the same time, I mean, of course, he's a I mean, he is a like white nationalist conservative. So there's a lot of this stuff that he, quote unquote, believes. But um, when you get to these details, it, it, that's almost more all this electoral politics stuff. Almost. I mean, it really comes down to him just hating MAGA and Trump and the election fraud lies because um, everything yeah, else. But then simping for him it, anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like we can't let <laughs> that paint uh, the rest of his views. He's not a complete hollow person. He has some really bad beliefs. But when it comes down to it, it's because he's not just or is hardly a conservative. He's a reactionary. You know, that's why they they don't have any beliefs. They just have hate, honestly. They just have uh, insecurities and uh, and stuff (laughs) like that. And so it's just... More about anti-left, anti-change, anti-progress, and let me hold on to my dirty, disgusting money, no matter what it takes, no matter what I have to say and continue to say, no matter what I have to believe, even if like uh, there's a shred of conscience left in my mind, conscience left in my mind mm-hmm. that's telling me that you know, I don't know, rhetoric that leads to, uh, like, minorities dying probably isn't, you know, good for your spot uh, up in heaven type of thing. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I just hope that, like, uh, <laughs> that it just really, there's some point where, you know, they get, uh, they fragment this audience just because of Trump. Because these people just, these people, these people are sick. <laughs> these you people <laughs> make yeah. <laughs> these people 
Uh, oh my Let god, what the now, Jesus. Time I'm gonna leave this in here. I can't believe there's an advertisement <laughs> in my app right now. The idea of now being a better time to buy might be a shock. Buy what? That's capitalism for yeah. And it won't close. Jeez. Is it gold? I don't know. It was just some guy. But, either way. <laughs> These people are sick. I was gonna say, it all comes down to this guy. People have to flush their toilet 15 times. You know, and the fact that they want him to say. The N-word. But, <laughs> I mean, just well, that Tucker they Carlson love said he's autistic, him so. <laughs> so much. They love him so much that just that thing. I mean, it's not even the election fraud. It's just that that's the big thing that this guy people have to flush their toilet fifteen times is taking up. It's what he's obsessed with. So that's where they choose their side. Like MAGA people, uh, you know, they're just. Uh, if he had dropped it, none of them would have stuck with this. No matter how much uh, Mike Lindell, as R.M. Brown called him the other day, I thought it was really funny. Mike Lindell. <laughs> but no matter how much the the, the pillow guy, I was going to drop a My slur pillow. with that. I, I don't know. But, um, but uh, like, was going to keep going on about it. And these people that are in the kind of the MAGA circle, it, it's all on Trump. Like, um, they've even kind of, like, bullied him out of his own position with, uh, like, the vaccines because it's, like, that's the cognitive dissonance would be too much for him. Like, they would all combust, you know? And so it's, like, uh, the fact, the only thing wrong with what they saw in the Tucker Carlson text and all that stuff is that he doesn't like Trump. Or that he thinks Trump is crazy, <laughs> or even just that he doesn't think Trump is the greatest. And it's like, it'll be, ugh, if they can just kind of split these people up. I mean, the only thing, I don't know. I'm not a political analyst. I'm only a, an economist. But You're uh, a political analyst. Yeah, I have a list nice. of anal from many conservative politicians. They all mm -hmm. want it, you know, but... Um, these people are sick. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if we could just keep this, uh, keep letting them, just let them fight, you know? <laughs> just keep letting yeah. them go through this um, should be enough. The only thing that would really worry me at that point would be a Trump-DeSantis ticket, you know? Because, and I hope that they're just too egomaniacal for it. I think that they are. Um, but even seeing mm. those people, uh, they'll leave Fox News, but they'll still, if if DeSantis says something about Trump, they'll trash him. Never. No one but Trump. I just saw some right-wing nut job on Twitter the other day. Trump or no one else? And someone else re responding under that. If it's not Trump, I'm not voting. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. Yes. Like, I please. I, then it's like I won't have to worry too much about these stupid do-nothing Dumbass, suck, suck me, me from, from the, the back, back. Suck dumb, a dick, shit. dumb shit, Democrats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the fucking worst. <laughs> Every time they do yeah. something to Bernie, I'm like, that's so unfair. Oh, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> the Constitution can suck me from the back. Yeah, but uh, oh my god. Nice. These advertisements. Nice. I've never got these advertisements on my soundboard app before. <gasps> oh, you know what it is? 
because I connected no. to the internet. We were listening to music before the oh. uh, before the show. We were rocking. Just a teenage dirtbag baby. baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to Iron yep. Maiden, maybe with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I I'm gonna put this GD thing on airplane mode. Uh, nice. Next time I'm doing it, <clears throat> so that uh, so that I can fly through this podcast or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's it's got legs. Okay, I Natalie. Mean, legs. Yeah, shut up, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> this is where the podcast yeah, ends. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, at the end of the barrel of my gun, something like that. <laughs> it's Monday, okay? Um, let's see. So... Let's talk about something positive. I don't think I have anything positive mm-hmm. written down here. The evening. Mm-hmm. Like, what is being even? time of day? Yeah. But at the time of day, it's the evening. <laughs> like, it's, like, <laughs> it's some guy with, like, a big sander or something. You know? The yeah. evening. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I forget why I some, typed. There's something there. I forget there. why I yeah. typed it in there. I was like, I remember typing this in like as I was going to sleep. And I was like, I'll remember what this was about. <laughs> like what is being <laughs> yeah. evened out, you know? Uh, like, Or yeah, what was the, the day? etymology mm-hmm. of that? Yeah. It's like, is it like between noon and midnight? And it's, or... It starts at even six down? o'clock, yeah. so it's an even number. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't know. It's either. at the sanding hour uh, to get something really <sighs> even. It's at the it's mm-hmm. at the self leveling concrete hour. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So let's see. Oh, we read some of these uh, before. University finally stands up to woke virtue signaling. Um, we talk about free market competition and people being naturally competitive, etc. Like that's always a go-to thing. People say, well, that's human nature. Of course, some of it is completely mm-hmm. off the collective rocker. You know, it's just capitalism propagandizing itself into your how you see human nature itself. It's like, no, people like to help each other. But, you know, that's a go-to. People like to be competitive, though. Um, You know, it could be fun. I mean, people play games for fun, right? But uh, we talk about free market competition, and part of that is people being naturally competitive. But why do we need money as a middleman in all this? Why can't a sense of collective pride be a motivator for things like innovation in tech and medicine and research crap, et cetera, is what I wrote. So it's like, you know, that whole, yeah, just that, uh, it's like, we can still be competitive. It's like, that's where, that's where it gets uh, a little, a little um, sussy, as the kids say, <laughs> is uh, it's like, well, that sense of uh, of competitive pride and like wanting America to be the best at doing this. It's like if we had the best education, just that as a motivator instead of like, well, our, you know, you can we get this Spend education so, so that you can yeah. make mm-hmm. more money and blah, 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 you know, and but uh, mm-hmm. a sense of collective pride. And I was saying it's like, yeah, that whole competition just between these groups like, oh, that's like. 
nationalism. <laughs> I was just like, literally yeah. just going to say that uh, sounds like you're getting into some nationalism. Yeah, exactly. And, it's like uh, can lend itself towards xenophobia, I Well, think. sure. And it's <laughs> but, like but uh, yeah. yeah, and that's but pride. that's the problem mm-hmm. is that yeah, xenophobia um and you know, ultra nationalist stuff is almost, you know, this macro level version of when if you're being competitive in a good game, you'd be a sore winner or sore loser, you know? It's like yeah. that, there's a reason mm-hmm. there's such things, you know, uh, that, what we that that we call people that, you know? It's like mm-hmm. someone has to lose, someone has to win. We can still all have fun. And uh, mm-hmm. all of us get better at this sport while we do it. You know what I mean? Uh, or at this yeah. video game or whatever. It's like, I don't know. One of my friends said that uh, he, I was like, I feel like you're probably pretty like competitive, but not a sore loser. And he was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. He's like, if someone wins, that means someone has to lose. So yeah. sometimes you're going to be the loser of it because that's how there's a winner. He's like, and I'm not going to be <laughs> so, that loser. You know, and that's yeah. why I cheat. No, <laughs> like, that's why I yeah, take steroids exactly. before, yeah, the, be fucking before loser. the work league <laughs> softball game. No. <laughs> <laughs> with a corked bat and uh, a whole yeah. hell of a lot of pine tar. They're like, jeez. <laughs> like, we're raising money. Because it's fine for someone yeah. to lose, but it's not going to be me. Yeah, that's right. I mean, someone's got to lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be you, punk. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how far to go with that, except, uh, yeah, that it's it's a fine line to walk. Because nationalism can be a good motivator for a lot of things, but it can also, it's like yeah, a team. be. But yeah. nationalism in itself, yeah, it's a team, right? Um, it, but that's yeah, that's what nationalism is. It's it's exclusive by nature. It's these are the people in our group. You know, it's often just mm-hmm. by the borders of a country. But uh, mm-hmm. it can also just be include like white nationalism or black nationalism. It's mm-hmm. it's a nation of people, or mm-hmm. the uh, you know the source of all of my political um, analysis, the nation of Islam. I, I I'm sure you know that. <laughs> That's kind of my thing. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm wearing <laughs> no, the bow tie right now. Yeah, <laughs> I just choose to ignore it. Everyone's really embarrassed. <laughs> You're the only white guy that shows up at the meetings. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, a barbecue sprite. I think I brought that up last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't mm-hmm. the flag humpers talking about talking about nationalism? Um, uh-huh. Why don't the f- GD hag flumpers, hag flumpers <laughs> these flag humpers in this goddamn country pay more attention to the end of the Pledge of Allegiance. Liberty, which they drone on and on about, and justice for all. That's in there. Mm, you know, yeah. It's the the it's the closer, man. That's the Mariano Rivera of the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> we, justice yeah. for all. And they get so mad at justice. It's just the concept of justice. If it's not retributive, disgusting medieval justice that they find uh, acceptable in their stupid, melted white brains... Um, and I don't mean just white people. Their brains are white. It's not good. No, they don't have gray matter. They have white matter. <laughs> white it's matter. Like just yeah. a, a skull full of white noise. No, 
white matter matters. No, it doesn't. Know. No. <laughs> um, I only have dark matter in my head. That's why I can barely drag my skull around when I'm walking. But uh, it's so it heavy. weighs as much as a thousand suns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Failure to scoop. Um, but uh, they've been known to. <laughs> yeah, for the people that will understand that joke. Wingus, dingus, listen up. <laughs> but or understand that reference. Um, but yeah, it's nice. like a, and justice for all. I mean, it's a great Metallica album too. It's a phrase we all know. Well, it's what we should all be yeah. striving to. But you're exactly Why do they right. Get hung that up on they liberty? have like this medieval sense of justice and like who did deserves it and what justice looks like and justice looks like locking up black people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, that's what that's, we're all fighting they think for that we're nailing justice. <laughs> and that what I'm saying is like uh, that they don't even consider it with uh, a- as much um, importance as like liberty. Like it's like they get hung up on this and they is this amorphous they you can say that I'm straw manning or what but we all know who I'm talking about. All right. So there's the I flag mean, humpers. yeah, flag <laughs> humpers and American quote unquote libertarians and stuff like that. It's like, why is liberty something that must always be? Um, vigilantly guarded and we uh, don't want any attacks on our liberty and we have these kind of um, you know oh, I don't even know the word I'm looking for uh, because we prepare so much going into these but mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. kind of uh, intangible um, you know attacks on our liberty where it's like this third hand well if you do this and then that means it's taxes and taxes is really you see it as theft because it's liberty you should be able to keep your stuff you know like three <laughs> levels are so I mean of course liberty is important I mean a lot of people mm-hmm. feel like you know communism is the most liberating whatever um, mm-hmm. that's an argument to have but it's like why is liberty the only thing you're worried about I mean justice justice if they the the problem is you could say their views of justice are so archaic or selfish but no it's because they don't think about justice because they don't want to because if they did pursue that with as much vigor as liberty something that causes them to like dress up like fucking 18th century ding balls and and like pretend you're at the tea party um you know because of liberty (laughs) and you want to suck samuel adams or whatever it's like if you consider justice uh even a tenth as much as you did your views would change i think you know just on how I the feel like government justice is what gives people liberty <laughs> exactly or so... <laughs> guarantees liberty yeah. right and it's like mm-hmm. it's the really important part here if you're going to you know hump the flag as much as you do mm-hmm. consider the whole thing not just the under god and the liberty mm-hmm. part or let alone the pledging allegiance part the whole thing's fucked yeah. i hate it <laughs> It it's so I funny agree. in our uh, in our pretty fucking weird talk about nationalism yeah exactly <laughs> uh they it got brought up uh, at the last uh um chamber of commerce meeting you know a lot of this i don't know if i'm supposed to say we do have like a confidentiality thing but this is just a funny thing because in our like notes just or our meeting agenda you know um there's always there's 
you know, it opens and then the Pledge of Allegiance. And I think they used to do that. A lot of like just local things. I think it came up on John Oliver. Like, you know, they stream every city council meeting. But at one point, there's just one guy there. There's no one in the audience. So he reads the meeting minutes and he stands up and he does the Pledge of Allegiance by himself. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> it's That's like dedication. Exactly. But it's always on there. But we haven't done it. And then I got brought up. It's like, can we scratch that? Like, we don't need and they kind of asked uh, Doug what about you because you you know I was newer there and I was like I've made my pledge like, I already made it <laughs> why would I need to do it again mm-hmm. that's what I've thought since yeah. I was 15 years old <laughs> when I didn't do the pledge of allegiance in school because I'm like I don't why would I need to do this every day no. like yeah. what other pledge once... do you have to do every day I have always <laughs> thought about the Pledge of Allegiance. If we saw Russian school children saying the Pledge of Allegiance, whatever their version of that is, every day, we'd be like, oh my God, indoctrination well, we much? Like, North it's Korea. so weird. It would be, well, yeah, I know. That's what, I mean, but that's just an obvious oh, example. Yeah. <laughs> but, Too obvious. Yeah. Uh, just because of, you know, Russian hate and stuff and like, you know, being afraid of them. Um, it's Chinese, like, yeah, yeah, all these children like droning, but I pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of, <laughs> of the, the United U- Soviet Socialist Russia. Republic. <laughs> full- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it would be like, yeah, I mean, Fox News would be going crazy yeah. <laughs> over it. But, but instead... We do it every day. Yeah, instead we do the Pledge of Allegiance to the U.S. flag, and they're like... This is absolutely lit. Yeah, and they think it's so <laughs> cool. This is lit, lit, yeah, lit, lit, do. lit. I love Karl Marx. <laughs> okay, so... Um, okay, that was a, a little thing here. Oh, um, one thing that... Oh, let's see. In a communist utopia, all of our dicks would be bigger. I think we've talked about that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, I don't know how far this conversation can go, but I just had the thought, <laughs> mm-hmm. imagine how different the entire situation would have been if that dude that was killed by Kyle Rittenstein, <laughs> which I will always say. <laughs> Rittenstein? Ritt- yeah. Rittenstein. Uh, wasn't a psychotic pedophile. <laughs> like, what an L, too. Like, it's so funny because it's like, out yeah. of all things, yeah. what it if just he, happened if he hadn't to be been a, a guy pedophile, what would that have was been? just yeah. released too early out on his own homeless from a mental hospital uh, like because he was a raging uh, schizophrenic sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and he happens to get shot and killed. It's like, imagine how different the entire thing would have been, and it shouldn't be. Speaking of justice, um, yeah, if that's not the, if that wasn't the guy, if it was just a guy who worked at the local uh, uh, broadcasting company, being a janitor or something, who just, uh, yeah. who just owned a, a tire shop. Anything like that. Like, it shouldn't make a difference, but you know it would. People are so, oh, man. The right loved that. When Kyle Rittenhouse, they're like, oh, you guys are mad that he killed a pedophile? It's like, oh, you guys love pedophiles now? You see that all the time on Twitter. It's like, how, what a third grader fucking response. Like, how stupid. And do you think we are? Well, I don't yeah, know. That's like, question, and you but... didn't know they were a pedophile yes. when you fucking it's like, shot do you think them. That he he extrajudicially killed this pedophile 
because he knew he was one? <laughs> like, no. Like, uh, but. And even then, regardless of, okay, whatever, you know, obviously pedophiles, that's horrible. What a horrible thing to do to someone. But actually, the penalty isn't the death penalty <laughs> yeah, for that. Exactly. And extrajudicial it's like, killings fine. are like, Maybe generally frowned upon. Maybe should have shot his dick off. Like, okay, you know, and then we'd have <laughs> yeah. a, a little more, uh, you know, sometimes, there's chemical castration for for pedophiles is a, a therapy type thing that they do. It's mm-hmm. that's a little more humane. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a lot of yeah. experience on that. All I know, most of what I know is just from Nick Mullen talking about it. So who knows how, how <laughs> true that <laughs> is. True. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, it's like just, it's funny that one thing, it happened to be that guy. It happened to be that guy. And I wonder if, I mean, he just wouldn't be a national figure, even if it still um, like ended up being fine that he, you know, he was found to have done it in self-defense and whatever. I don't mm-hmm. think he would. Uh, he we just couldn't uh, on the left. There wasn't enough. There wasn't enough to keep this kid uh, to paint him as a murderer. You know what I mean? Which I don't yeah. know. I feel like he was. You seen? It, seemed like like murdered and especially me. after fits the profile, young white guy. <laughs> yeah, a young white guy with <laughs> a semi-automatic rifle or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and I mean, I support people's right to shoot guns if they want to. But um, but it, that whole thing, I, I what really turned me on Kyle Rittenhouse isn't. Like, uh, the situation itself, even it's like, whatever the, the, the way that, that our political discourse is right then the way that it was Mm -hmm. like, well, a lot of people are sucked into exactly this line of thinking. If it wasn't him, someone else would have been wrapped up in exactly that kind of situation at some point. Right. Uh, I'm sure other people did. But other people weren't uh, an eighteen-year-old that shot a pedophile, you know. So whatever. But uh, it wasn't that. It was his fucking crying in his court case, and then immediately just going out and making the rounds, talking to Stephen Crowder about how he likes women with big butts and stuff like that. It's like his. He was at that CPAC, uh, or I mean, the Turning Point USA oh, conference. Toilet paper, um, USA. like a couple. Yeah, weeks later, a month later, whatever it was, he's coming out on stage with like pyrotechnics and his name is all blasted up there. He was like a speaker at oh, this conservative yeah. conference. Ugh. It was so they fucking weird and they gross. They call him a national like, hero. And he's like, like, he's like, uh, not re- not revenge is coming, but like something, whatever, a different media. word. But yeah, it's, accountability's coming. Yeah. Accountability's coming. It's like, yeah, fine, like, sue oh, him. Boy, you had a gun. You were on trial with... I know. Yeah, God, you're on trial just, for like, shooting someone, which you did. Okay, fuck off. Like, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, like uh, calling him a hero. It's like, so what is it? Was it self defense? Did he fear for his life mm-hmm. and kill someone in self defense, or is it, or was he a hero? What are you talking about? But it was his like yeah. crying that uh, you don't want to like both armchair psychoanalyze someone you don't know and also kind of perpetuate toxic masculinity in a certain way but it's also like that's not real crying 
Like, there's no way. There's no way that was real. It just cannot be. And it's like, whatever. doesn't matter what I think about it. But I don't. I. It was so fake. And I hate saying that about someone crying. <laughs> like, I hate even the thinking way that, about it. But no, it's like, I feel it like can't be real. It looked fake. And then the way that he acted yes, afterwards. That's what I'm in saying. In no way shows someone. And it's like, whatever. Yeah, I guess I'm just being judgmental. That yeah. maybe he just really dealt with this in a healthy way or whatever. But... I don't know. I don't know about that. How old is he? 17? 18? Yeah, he was like Whatever 19 he when he was I don't taking know a stand that or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, when they're like, those guys this age are like known for like their reasoning abilities <laughs> and like calm composure yeah. and like logical I I was. deductions and things <laughs> like that. And like put into the fame and constantly being surrounded by people who think that yeah. you... Um, like justify were justified in murdering yeah. and also I being mean, it's surrounded just, and you know, berated can't by imagine people that'd be good for his calling him a murderer stupid too. Brain. like none of this is yeah, good for, for sure him. all of this it's like that's the thing it's like man i would have felt so bad for this guy like it's like man you got swept up how easy it would be to be swept up into this way of thinking and want to go protect someone else's property with a gun because you think that black people black lives matter is burning down the city or whatever it's like it's yeah. our, i already feel bad for you for your teenage mind to be swept into that and be holding a gun and thinking that you're doing the right thing and then to end up killing someone oh my god mm -hmm. you know and instead mm -hmm. the aftermath of it it's like oh no you're a fake ass piece of shit and i i just hate it i i, I can't i i hate thinking that about someone who's not like an established right wing nut job or a Nazi or something like that. It's like, I don't know. It's really torn me. But, but I just thought it was funny that man, imagine that one difference. <laughs> if that wasn't the person that he shot, <laughs> like how different yeah, what everything would have been. If that, it's like, man, you just happened to shoot a deranged pedophile <laughs> like yeah like did you put odds? him in place there practically the yeah. odds of that although a right winger to be like pretty high if they're marching if they're marching with black lives yeah, matter whatever. fuck you <laughs> but yeah were they i don't yeah whatever i mean yeah because that's like which all of that just doesn't matter it doesn't matter because you didn't know that when you yeah, shot him. i know so what does anything literally anything that they've ever done have anything well, what to do I'm with saying, anything well, besides this interaction. Everything but. is shaped by um, the response, right? Doesn't even matter. People get shot to death every day. It's the United States, yeah. you know, but it, all that matters. Someone dies every 12 minutes in the United States um, from, from gun, uh, gun violence. violence. Yeah. And that guy is not feeling good. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone dies every 12 minutes how does he keep coming back to life <laughs> but uh, who is that someone uh, but yeah. uh, it's like uh, yeah that happens all, all that matters is the response uh, the interpretation uh, and the media uh, around it right so mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's funny what matters is the fact that there's no way he could know what kind of person that was but what matters does not matter, right? 
It's like what matters is how we all respond to it, how it's filtered through the media and how we have to take our sides. And it made it very easy for people to take his side when you found out who he shot. It's pretty brutal. Um, It's pretty dystopian. Uh, You know, it's just how cynical you have to be about it uh, to really look at why things change or why things become stories you know, why we take these views from uh, landmark events like that, you know, how they shape our uh, uh, our own personal political philosophies and things like that, all because of happenstance combined with how it was presented to us um, and a reaction to it. Kind of sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why you have to have yeah, a good baseline that's... of values and morals, right? Uh, which uh, I'm working on. I think you're there, right? You've got morals. Mm, yeah, sure. Sure, yeah. That's what those are. Yeah, you're like, those are those, uh, uh-huh. you put those like on eggs, right? Morals? <laughs> I have some of those. Yeah. <laughs> no, morels, that's mushrooms. Oh, there we go, yeah. <laughs> I've got plenty yeah, I've got of those. Yeah, morels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are, yeah, I'll have those uh, with dinner. Um, what else? Uh, well, you know... I have so much here. Gosh, today I'm just really, really back and forth. I'm all over the place. All right. <sighs> Did I mention last week? I need to clean this up because some of them I haven't deleted after I talk about them. Uh, Did I mention last week that saying like we're like a family here, like in the workplace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds a little bit communist yeah. to me. Okay. Um, you know, um, I feel like you would disagree for the most part, but uh, um, I think Hitler was wrong. No, <laughs> no, I think you would disagree for the most part, <laughs> but uh, um, I wrote here, I heard Vosh talking about something, you know, everyone cancel me now because I listened to him, but um, I love when Vosh is talking about conservatives, I'll, I'll always listen to him. I love anything Vosh talking, uh, uh, reacting to Prager U. That's like one of my favorite types mm. of videos. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but uh, um, Vosh says he doesn't think like being stupid uh, is an indicator or like um, something that can lead you to conservatism doesn't think stupid people become conservative, but instead conservatism makes people stupid. What do you think about that? Like, you know, you, you get to that point and every, every part of your anti-progress conservative political philosophy in, and then being uh, surrounded by, um, you know, the way that conservative media presents Mm-hmm. information to you all of that combines into like conservatism just eventually makes you become dumber and dumber <laughs> well, and then it you definitely stay doesn't make being you use a your conservative critical thinking skills yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. if you do I you're not say, a conservative anymore i'm sort of i feel like a lot of leftists would just hate me because i feel like i agree with Vosh a lot sure like um often it's all very online stuff like in terms this, of because my yeah. because yeah, my opinion of humans is that 
they aren't stupid like that there aren't stupid people yeah like everyone is capable of learning and stuff and definitely when you're just exposed to a bunch of misinformation and like the way that they constantly use logical fallacies like in propaganda um i feel like that's they just constantly see it so that's how they're like using logic is by using fallacies and that's not what about a phallus for oh, like fallacies okay Sorry. Yeah, I know that's what they're thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Ears perked up. Fallacies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a logical phallus. Uh, yeah, phalluses. Bunch of logical phalluses. <laughs> bunch of yeah. wiener. Ooh, bunch of, place. Bunch of yeah. dicks with little glasses Spock. on them. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Logical Spock phalluses. <laughs> There's a far side cartoon that I. That, uh, nice. that, yeah, that's probably been done. I'm sure it's been done. No. <laughs> No, let's do it on our inane blather t-shirts. How about you That'd do it on good, the inane um, blather? You draw it and you put it on the inane blather fucking Instagram, Natalie. <sighs> Zero no. posts. You want me to take over the Instagram Zero too? posts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. No. Uh-huh. Everyone, I, was waiting I don't know you if ask. you have That's the app because I, I, I tag inane blather in different things. I don't. Oh, oh I thought you did, so... I got tag it I so you can see on the things. Computer. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not a very good. It's not a very good website. It's a much better app. It's a very good app. Instagram's yeah, but good. I mean, it's not good <laughs> in terms of like morally good, <laughs> but it is a well. Yeah. It is a well-run app, as far as I can tell. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to spend a lot of time on it. Oh so, yeah. You know, getting onto my computer makes it a lot less um accessible and less fun so it's more like work so i just don't do it (laughs) since it seems like work i decided not to do it anymore um yeah i I thought that you had done it because you wanted to you know do some work for an aid blather i just misinterpreted that (laughs) yeah you just wanted yeah, an account on, to be able you. to see things sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to look <laughs> at Hassan Hassan's Piker, Instagram. Yeah. That's literally because when I'm on it, like, because I, I don't have Instagram, uh, it only lets me look at a couple things. Then it's like, log in to see yeah, more. exactly. And so I was like, well, I'll just create an Instagram okay. to thirst. <laughs> thirst after his thirst trap. Well, what's the password? So. No, <laughs> I'll just do it on the podcast <laughs> so I can log yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same You're as like our... The, uh, yeah, the password is... I love Karl Marx. Six, 69. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is... It's the it's same uh, old password. It's a password that... We don't yeah. reuse our passwords, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> We've been known, known to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you what? But, uh, um, oh, now there was one on here that maybe we could think about it more and in a more organized quote-unquote organized um mm-hmm. inane blather episode i was having a great talk with a right-wing buddy um mm-hmm. where i think that i think that we're on to something here with this whole ultra national no <laughs> um with this whole uh with, with um <laughs> a way to bring people like him around to eventual utopianism you know going towards Mm -hmm. the left Mm -hmm. um because so many people can if they all it takes is just i mean a bit of critical thinking and really looking at how how life works for you in america Mm -hmm. right in terms of uh 
uh, as long as it's not presented to someone as being, you know, Karl Marx Marx. (laughs) type stuff. (laughs) Um, You know, the idea of the ruling class um, rigging the system in their favor versus us in the working class is pretty um, palatable, right? I mean, it's any Mm -hmm. open-minded person looking into this stuff or wanting to discuss things or politics or uh anything like that right Uh, to to blather on you can Mm -hmm. get people on board because they're looking at their lives and the life how difficult it is for some people and how easy it is and how you know we can all agree it's like yeah these billionaires they, they they live in a different world they get to make the rules stuff like that right um and you can eventually bring people to agreeing that you know money can really corrupt all this stuff, right? You, you just have to not mm-hmm. be telling them, yeah, because capitalism is evil, you know? It's like, then you get people mm-hmm. off of it. But uh, maybe we can look into this. Yeah, because I had written uh, this thing that we talked about was expansion into space in itself can be the catalyst to a post-capitalist society, and uh, and I was like, mm-hmm. and I had brought up, then I was like, yeah, why do you think Star Trek is just gay space communism? That's what it is. It's you like, got no yeah, money. it's Star <laughs> Trek. You know, you're out there. It was something, man, I'd have to think about it again and we can bring it up some other time. But uh, that I had grasped much better at that point about um, how once we have infinite uh, what would be infinite property cannot be individually or collectively owned you know when we leave this plane Mm -hmm. there aren't these restrictions you know even if you're just thinking about it in this weird broad intangible metaphysical (laughs) sense you know it's like yeah that's Mm -hmm. when it it's proof to you to everyone that you can't you can't own space, man. <laughs> you know, it's like, it'll <laughs> like, it's this like uh slap in the face to wake up from like, uh, you know, here on earth, all of us, uh, us communists, I'm not communist. That's you. But, um, but yeah. uh, you know, it's about, you can't like own like land property. Yeah. Man. You can't like own <laughs> land or like, even, yeah. Own like uh uh and profit from you know the apple trees in a field type of thing it's like but it would it would be like imperative uh you know if we're in space if if uh the place that humans live becomes anything more than just the earth suddenly infinite possibility like that makes it impossible mm-hmm. to parcel up and you know use the free market to fight each other for finite resources right something like that i had something something like that does that make any sense yeah as i mean it's just hard to see (laughs) space travel as anything except for like a capitalist endeavor now well that's what i'm saying you we use just like how we use capitalism to get to the industrial industrialized societies that eventually make it possible to to want to move towards socialism 
Um, you know, I mean, uh, let's move towards socialism in a modern society only, I mean, in my opinion, uh, because I love Karl <laughs> Marx. You know, uh, <laughs> it's because we have industrialized and are able to have these uh, enough excesses, um, and especially now, uh, able to automate all this stuff is why we could move to um, s- real socialism if, you know, I mean, how, who knows? I mean, through bloody revolution or not, but... You know, you could still Bloody use revolution. capitalism um, to get to things, to get places, to get to certain places in, as a society. I mean, you, you, of course we'd use capitalism. That's what we have right now. I mean, but it was yeah, just like, if, even if using capitalism got people to, yeah, just to be able to exist um, w- without the bounds of being on Earth, you know, how it would almost force, like, uh, force us to see all of that differently, right? Wouldn't it's it? It's called there is a there is a that is a thing that astronauts have, and it's called a cosmic perspective. Well, sure, that astronauts say. I, I mean, mean, but even it is economically. It is, it's like if we're not bound it, by the Earth, or is it? Is that kind of part of it? Well, just that it's all just so meaningless Mm. all these arbitrary like borders and things like that astronauts say when they look down on the earth it's like this feeling of just like the wholeness of it like our home and you know carl sagan talks about about the whatever pale blue dot and all that kind of stuff and yeah (laughs) yeah i was like what do you even know about space your name is carl um, i only i love (laughs) (laughs) i use that 40 times today (laughs) but yeah that's true it's funny uh I mean, you could go to space for it, or I remember my first, before ever looking into it as much, I think my first real anti-capitalist epiphanies come from using drugs, right? Psychedelics, like mushrooms, and just being like, how absurd this is. I remember exactly that, like telling people... Like, why can't we just give each other stuff, man? <laughs> like, I was so mm-hmm. whacked mm-hmm. on mushrooms. And I remember I was still selling weed at the time. And, like, uh, mm-hmm. I would just tell, oh, yeah, mushrooms, Molly. We had all this stuff going on. I was just like, just, you know, I trust you, man. Just take some of the weed and just <laughs> leave the money there. People are like, are you sure? I'm like, I mean, whatever. <laughs> so, Aww, it was funny. That's so but nice. I was having, but it's like a funny outwards, but I was really thinking about it like, gosh, it's all so yeah, absurd. Sure. Why do we, you know, as soon as you take that step back with psychedelics, it's like if you mm-hmm. left the earth, right? And we're looking at the earth. You have this weird... Yeah. Uh, zoomed out, out, out perspective, space, right? And it that mm-hmm. uh, really makes you second guess everything about mm-hmm. how we. <laughs> why? Why are we doing all this, man? You know, this is <laughs> yeah. this the is point? the yeah, yeah the reason for all of the interactions that we have on a normal day is because of this capitalist system. It's really weird. Anyway, yeah. Well, we'll do another episode where. Where uh, we just both take mushrooms. We go to yeah. space. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, we go I to have space. Some, I have some mushrooms. <laughs> so, Maybe next time when you come visit. Oh, man. I'd we'll need a couple some days pod. You know, to make sure. I'd probably be so happy mm-hmm. for like weeks afterwards. It would be too good yeah. for me. 
Um, <laughs> no, next time we're coming up, I'm bringing Sophia. And, uh, you know, she can have some. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like, what? She's, geez, stingy she's much? Smart. Yeah, yeah. What? You don't want to share? Yeah, <laughs> stingy. Jeez, That's you don't want to share my mushrooms, okay, Natalie. <laughs> That's what Sophie would be saying. But uh, she'd mm-hmm. be like, uh, stop. No. <laughs> uh, you're fucking annoying me. <laughs> and then she'd finish, uh, finish like eight hours of a mushroom trip and just be like, I love Carl Marx. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love my dad. I don't even care that he's a misogynist. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, shut up. <laughs> go find shut go up, find bitch. a husband. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I I talked a lot this episode. I say that a lot, but I really talked. Yeah, you know, yeah. we got to we got to wrap it up because I got to pee. Oh. QRST, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing you've said all day. Uh, I know it's been a good day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. You what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got to pee. Was, uh, was really blathering. I was excited to do this, but now I'm not so sure. But I do actually. Yeah, we'll record another one after you pee. Bye. <laughs> no, just kidding. All right, yeah. I love you. Shout out Aaron Brown. Shout out to Kelsey. Too. Our Lord and everyone. Savior. Zach. Anyone who listens. Zach. Shout out to Ron, Ron King. Round King. Mm-hmm. Ron King. Um. Ronking, ronking. <laughs> it's going to turn out they're going to message Ron. us and be like, my name's Rao. And my middle initial is N. It's Rao N King. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> How did you not get you that? Moron. Yeah. yeah, those numbers are part of my last name too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a this cyborg. Absolutely lit. Okay. Well, for the. Mm. Oh. Anyway, that episode. Not good. And I love you. And I will <laughs> love you. talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.